Hello Dream Team, welcome back to our YouTube channel. You are not lost. This is Life is But a Dream with the Max. Mr. Max is not here today, but he is sitting right in front of me because he's the one who's taking the footage and making sure that <laughs> I sound amazing. Um, Calvin is not here today, unfortunately, but he'll join us again next week, hopefully. So guys, the reason I am flying solo today is because I'm here to tell a personal story. Um, we did a, an installment, oopsie, we did an installment last week regarding my retrenchment and the comment sections are hot, they are on fire. Um, a lot of people seem to have either gone through what I went through or are going through what I went through and um, I felt it was only right for me to come here and share the rest of my testimony right? Uh, because last week's conversation was more about knowing your rights, doing things the legal way, getting legal advice. But um, there's actually so much more to the story than just the, the legal aspect of what happened. Um, if you haven't watched the installment, please do so right here. Please do so right here. So where do I begin? Where do I begin? Where do I begin? Um, so I did explain that I got retrenched in the thick of COVID. And um, I do believe that God warned me before the retrenchment. So I got retrenched, I think around August. But in March of the same year, I received a text from my bestie, Skips. <laughs> Hello, Chuzzles. Um, Skips had received an a WhatsApp message from a, an old friend of mine, Gitu. And um, Gitu and I haven't, hadn't spoken in about five years or so. We hadn't seen each other in about five years. We hadn't spoken to each other. And the contents of this text were saying that she basically had a dream about me. She had a dream about me. And uh, in this dream, she sees me standing outside a courtroom. And she was telling Sipe that she doesn't really know exactly what I'm going through. But God says that the battle has already been won. The battle is not mine. And um, I should not be afraid. And there were scriptures that she had sent to me. But there's one scripture you know, guys, you lose a phone or you buy a new phone and then you lose your messages. But I know that I, I wrote it in one of my journals. If I do find it, we will insert um, the other two scriptures in this installment. The one scripture, guys, and I'll never forget the scripture she sent um, to Skips to say, give Peto the scripture so that she must go through it. Um, it was Second Chronicles verse 20. From verse 20, please read the entire chapter if you can. And when she sent this text, right, I knew exactly what was going on because I was going through a lot at my workplace. Someone in the comment section spoke about people don't really understand when you're going through, when you're dealing with a toxic environment there's a difference between a stressful environment and a toxic environment. And I was in a toxic environment. I was in a position, 
I remember, I mean, it's, it's, it's by the grace of God that now I can talk about this and not get emotional, right? Because it was quite traumatic. I remember after my manager sort of demoted me three months into the position, um, she could see that I was not easily broken. So what she started doing then was, oh, I did mention the previous installment that she started taking tasks from me, projects from me, and reassigning them to different people within the department. So what she then started doing was she would literally belittle me, right? I would go into her office and her office, guys, was like a long walk to freedom. I would be kitatazela going into this office because she would look at my work. She had this red pen. She would write things like, this is weak. This is terrible. Blah, 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 right? And I remember when I got that text from, from Gidu, um, I knew exactly what she was talking about. I didn't know when it was going to happen, but as Lerato advised me, Mr. Max advised me in the, when we spoke about it in the previous video, he was like, girl, you need to get your, 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 your what is this, your affairs in order, right? Because something is about to go down. I was under the impression that, you know, I was going to walk into the office one day and get fired. I didn't think that it would be a case of going through a, a planned, uh, what is it, a constructive dismissal where then it would, they would plan this, 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 whole, this whole thing of retrenching me. I didn't think that I would be unfairly dismissed under the guise of a retrenchment because my position was becoming redundant and so forth and so on. But what I learned about this, guys, you know, I learned that there's no test without a testimony. There's no message without a mess. And all this time as I was going through what I was going through at work, I actually met some amazing women. I wish I could shout them out right now on this platform, but the challenge is if I do say their names, they might get victimized at work and whatnot, and we don't want that. But I met um, amazing ladies who used to pray with me. I remember there's one girl, Mugele, you know yourself, if you're watching, listen. Um, we would fast, we would go on a fast every Monday and we would pray about my situation. And the thing is, the same, the same girl would actually have dreams about me. So what God did around that time is that he strategically placed people around me that would literally have dreams about me and I, guys you know the thing about dreams is it's very it's a very sensitive uh, conversation because a lot of people have dreams um, people dreamt in the bible um, Daniel had dreams Joseph had, had dreams so it is biblical to have dreams right and um, people would have dreams about me and they would come and tell me and say you know what this is what I dreamed and I think, I'm not saying believe everything people dream about you. You obviously need to, the Bible says that you will know them by their fruit, right? You will see, you know, you will see someone's uh, walk with Christ. And it, 
take it back to God and seek the Lord about what this person is speaking into your life or seeing because I know that sometimes people have dreams about us. Um, you don't always have to take what people are saying, but I feel like God was communicating to me. And um, I actually have my notebook today. Guys, please don't laugh at me. It's her notebook, a pink. I know. It's her notebook, a pink. And um, the story of King Jehoshaphat, guys, when uh, this, this, this scripture was so close to my heart, when King Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat, he's actually looking at me. Jehoshaphat. When King Jehoshaphat was told that um, an army has been sent to come fight him, right? To come fight him and his and his nation. The first thing that, that the Bible says that he was afraid, right? He was anxious, but he declared a fast. That's the one thing he did. So what I what I really took from this is that he didn't go and tell his friends and his uncles and his aunts, Hore. Listen, Diabuwa, he, he declared a fast. And um, what I love about this verse is that, um, please, guys, please go read it. It talks about how um, God said to King Jehoshaphat that you will not even lift a finger. Like literally, the battle is mine. You don't have to do anything. And so what, what happened afterwards is that when King Jehoshaphat and the men were going to war, were going to this fight, they were worshiping and praising along the way. When they got there, the allies started attacking each other. So basically, all these men started killing each other, and King Jehoshaphat and his people won the fight. Guys, I've, I've been told that I've got six minutes before load shedding, so... <laughs> So if this message cuts, I really hope I get to cover everything. Um, so what I love about this is this is a story of worship, of courage, of faith. And um, I just really want to encourage you to today to say that if you are going through what I went through, just know that God hasn't forgotten you. And sometimes... We think that the enemy is against us when we're going through something, but sometimes God is trying to do something in us, do something with our character, teach us something, teach us how to to persevere and just really, really just prepare us for the next phase of our lives. We did speak about the fact that had I not been retrained from my previous job, Larato and I wouldn't have started this channel. We wouldn't have been able to to do the Lord's work. And we do strongly believe that this is a ministry and this ministry was birthed from that experience. And another thing that I want you to remember is that if you're going through what I went through is that God loves you. God hasn't forgotten about you. And just just stay in prayer. Stay in fasting. Stay in Stay with your accountability partners, right? Um, have people around you. Have people that 
can be strong for you in prayer rally around you because the reality is sometimes when you're in that situation, it's difficult to pray. It happens to the best of us. If you are in a position where you feel like you can't pray right now, hit up a friend, call an accountability partner, call someone from your connect group, call someone that you know will lift you up in prayer. And um, as I mentioned in the previous video, I'll, I'll keep on mentioned in the previous video because the whole retrenchment story is in that video where going into this battle of pushing back and fighting my retrenchment and ensuring that I walk away with what the compensation that I deserve, God had already, I feel like I had the boldness because God had already communicated to me, uh-uh, when I, there's nothing that you have to do Wena, just worship, just fast, just pray, and I will fight this battle for you. So, yeah, this is just really what was impressed on my heart. Um, I just want to see if there's anything else that I'm forgetting from my pink journal. <laughs> I don't think there's anything else. Um, <laughs> so... You're still on the right channel. This is still, here's a thought with the max. Take two. So earlier I was rushing because Lerato was counting me down because there was load shedding happening. Load shedding never happened. We were supposed to load shed at 10 p.m. It didn't happen. And uh, as I was about to change and get into my pajamas, I was reminded that I forgot to say something very important, guys. I, I, I really feel like if I don't say this, I would be doing God a great injustice because my testimony would not be complete. So what happened was, after we reached our mutual separation agreement with my old company, I so this was around August. A month passed. I didn't know if I wanted to go back into the corporate space and I knew that financially we were not ready um, for me to not be back, right? So I took a month off to not look for work, to not think about work, but just to really relax and, and re re recover from the, the past trauma. I think a month or two into being at home, I told Larata's like, babe, you know what? I think it's time for me to go back. This was August 2020. And um, I threw my CV out there. It wasn't even two weeks, guys, you know, since I started looking. I, I don't think it was even two weeks. I applied at this um, FSP for, for a higher position, actually. Uh, because at the time, at my previous company, I was a, um, a specialist and this position was for a, a manager role. And I felt like I was ready because it's exactly what I was doing previously. It's just that sometimes we know that titles can can box you, but you might find that you are actually doing way more than what your title says you are. So I applied for the job and um, I think not even a week went by, like three days after I started looking for work, I got a call from HR from this company to say, hey, listen, 
we want to see you for an interview. I think I did a telephonic and uh, they told me that the, the hiring manager and one of the brand managers want to see me. I had an interview. It, it went well. It was amazing. And um, I went to another round of interviews and all of this happened in a space of two weeks and I was convinced that, you know what, this is it. This is the next job. They were quiet for, for about, I think for about a month because I started interviewing with them around October, around October. And then November, uh, a few weeks into November, they were a bit quiet. And then just before the 1st of December, I got a call to say, listen, the job is yours. And mind you guys, this was a higher position, it was a higher pay, it was bigger responsibilities, and I actually found a manager that truly, truly believed in me. Um, she's really an amazing person. I remember my first day at this company, she brought me a pot plant, and I was, oh wow, this this doesn't happen every day. And remember where I came from. So this new manager really, really restored my faith in humanity. And um, it was another great testament that God, God hasn't forgotten me. Jesus loves me and I am where I am for a reason and for a greater purpose. Um, I stayed in that company for I think a little over a year or under, a little over or under a year. And um, I felt the tug, I felt the pulling to take another leap of faith and to go into business full time, which is another story for another day. And this is another riveting installment of Here's a Thought with the Mac.